community. Inspire Radio. We're on to our next segment, and we're going to talk to our community sporting champion of the week, and that's Rebecca McLennan. Um, Rebecca is the current president of the Peel Junior Cricket Association. Um, she moved into this role after seeing as Mandra Junior Cricket Club president. Um, and part of uh, her legacy at Mandra Junior Cricket Club is they were recently awarded the Club of the Year at the City of Mandra Sports Awards. On top of it all, Rebecca is a cricket mum with three sons at play, and she plays a little bit of cricket herself. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. Thank you, Arachio. Lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having. Uh, thank you for making the time to come on on this Sunday morning. I know you're uh, very busy normally on a Sunday, um, or Saturday and Sunday, uh, with with cricket throughout the the Peel Junior Cricket Association. I um, mean, your many roles, um, but obviously uh, it's it's just a tiny little lull in in the uh, in the calendar, isn't there? This time of the year, we just get a tiny, tiny, tiny little break because um, that's right. Um, the, the season uh, stops for a tiny little bit. Yeah, exactly. Luckily, I don't have a game today. Otherwise, yes, I'll be out playing. <laughs> okay. Um, so but you you've, uh, you do a lot of volunteering within the sport um, and, and you've sort of progressed from one role into another one. Um, what made you get into volunteering? Um, well, I actually um, always, when I left, um, was in high school, I always thought that um, giving back to the community is something that I'd be really, really interested in and it was part of the reason why I went into teaching. Um, mm-hmm. But I grew up in Mandra, so I really wanted to give back to the kids around me. I was really lucky having the parents that I did and so I really wanted to help out all my friends and their children as well. Um, and then once I had my children, um, after working full-time, I took a break from work and got involved with a community toy library, which is down in Pinjarra. Yep. It was a fabulous experience to be part of. Um, a lot of like-minded parents and learning of toys. And then eventually I joined that committee and went on to become the vice president there and various things. And it was a wonderful experience to be part of. And then once my children started playing sport, their first sport actually was cricket, um, you know, went down there and so were, you know, wanting volunteers to help out. And I thought perhaps I'd be able to help them out. I really enjoy cricket myself. Yeah. Um, so once my youngest was kind of, you know, old enough to be a little bit more independent, I stepped up there and started volunteering in cricket just as a general committee member. Okay. So, um, and that's with Mandra Junior Cricket Club? Yes, that was with Mandra. Yep. As well as, you know, when different roles came up. So, you know, you'd be the team manager for soccer, you know, help out at the hockey. Yep. You know, just, you know, just your kids are doing sport. So you're there. You might as well help out and be part of it. And it's a lovely time. <laughs> yep. a lovely time in, in their lives. And, you know, you might as well embrace it because they grow up so quickly. Yeah. That you can, you know, really share those moments with them. So sort of being able to wear two different hats there. Um, What, what benefits do you see? Um, and it doesn't have to be a, a selling point necessarily, but, you know, having your kids involved in sport, and obviously you've just said they played a bit of hockey, a bit of soccer, a bit of cricket. Um, what sort of personal growth uh, do you see in your kids from, from just being part of community sport? Oh, it is incredible um, because what happens in being part of community sport is you get to mix with a different group of kids. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe that you never have enough friends kind of growing up. So if there's something not going quite right at school, you've got a different group of kids where you can have a lot of ex- success and experience great things with. Um, sport is a fantastic 
thing for kids to do because obviously it's all got the physical attributes to it. But yep. a lot of it is the emotional and mental side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, learning how to win graciously and you lose graciously, um, being part of a team, obviously, um, working hard and, and yep. seeing the rewards of your hard work or working hard and you not don't get the rewards. So, yep. you know, what choices are you going to make there? And these are actually life skills. Mm-hmm. that I'm really heartened by to see my kids learning because, you know, they're teaching them resilience and cricket particularly is, I think, one of the ultimate sports in learning resilience because you get into under 12, so it becomes you're out, you're out. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, when you're a cricket um, parent in under 12, you bring your box of tissues along because at some stage <laughs> they are going to cry because they haven't made as many runs as they thought they would and they've come off the pitch. Um, but I'm really, I know parents might stress about that, but I think that's great because they've learned how to deal with that emotion. They've learned to come back with it. So later on in life, when the girlfriend or boyfriend breaks up with them or the car doesn't work or they don't get the job they want, they've experienced that. They know they can bounce back from it. They know that they've got, you know, everyone's support around them. Mm -hmm. And hopefully it's, you know, those type of life skills that are going to help them keep trekking forward and keep being positive. Um, so those things are great about being sport. Yep. None. And yeah, there's just so many things about being involved in sport that you don't necessarily get at school. I can say that, you know, being a teacher. Yeah. Um, cause, cause there is a line drawn in the sand, like at school, which is fantastic. Everyone gets a medal for participation, but in sport, sometimes you don't yep. as you get older. So you need to also, you know, as I said, learn to, to win graciously and, and lose graciously, but mm-hmm. know how much hard work has gone into whoever actually has won and be really happy for them. Yeah. No, no, no so, doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Um, so you, you've just sold community sport perfectly there. I might be able to use that clip <laughs> back and sort of um, pump it out online and make it go viral because that's, that's perfect. Oh. And, and the beauty is you've got, you've got a couple of hats to wear. Like you can, you can take your, your official hat off and just be mum and, um, you know, you've got, you know, three lovely boys and you can sort of see the benefits, you know, in, in their personal growth and you just sort of highlighted the benefits and look, what happens with sport is probably insignificant. It's more, what's the personal growth that everyone can get out of it? Like, you know, you're going to win, you're going to lose. That's, that's any game, any game you play, be it Monopoly, which um, I'm sure will, will uh, be coming out during the Christmas <laughs> period. The Monopoly board sort of yes. tends to come out during Christmas. Um, someone wins, someone loses. That's just, that's just what happens. And you play, you play because you're trying to win, but um, if you don't, so be it unless you get some of the sore losers that sort of flip the board over and tip everything over. Yeah, that that happens. Yeah, that that certainly has happened at our house, not naming any names. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you're you're going to get that in a house full of boys, aren't you? So, (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, and and the other thing is it's, it's also them choosing something that they really enjoy. Yep. And seeing them, you know, do, do something that they enjoy outside of school because not necessarily do all kids enjoy what, what's kind of going on at school. Yep. Um, you know, kids out there, please just jump through the hoops and get through what you need to get through, but have that outside interest that mm-hmm. you really enjoy and sport as well as the arts. You oh, know, definitely. Both really important things that yeah, you definitely. can have outside of that. And the other thing I love about sport, um, and particular cricket, is that those kids, especially when they're going through their teenage years, gets to hang out with other teenagers doing something positive for a, a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, 
rather than being in their rooms or, or gaming all the time, which is, you know, perfectly fine to do. It just gives them another experience that they're around other teenagers, hanging out, having a laugh, playing a game together and yeah. and doing something that they enjoy outside of school, which is, you know, you know, something really important to have something that you enjoy in life and yeah. learn how to experience something that you enjoy in life. And talking face to face. Talking face to face. Yeah, not not yep. through a, an electronic device. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so yeah, so learning all that those body language things that you don't always get when you're corresponding with someone electronically. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I mentioned um, that uh, Mandurah Junior Cricket Club, who you've still got an association with. Um, well, through the fact that your kids play there and all that sort of stuff, yep, um, but you yep, were you were yep, the you were a recent president of the club, and they yep. were recently awarded the uh, City of Mandurah uh, Club of the Year, the City Mandurah Sports Awards. Talk talk to me a little bit about that process, on on how that sort of came about, and and obviously how nice it was for the club to get some recognition. I guess uh, it was a huge honour and a huge surprise. Um, we're so blessed to be um, part of the city of Mandurah. Um, they're a fantastic council to work with. They actually um, have their own special group called Club Connect. Yep. Um, you know, Joanne and Wendy down there are in, in charge of that. And they are just this amazing resource for mm-hmm. community clubs. Um, there's such a huge value that they have on community sport. So this is part of their awards that they have. Yep. And so... Um, when the awards nominations came up, um, David Tism, who is our amazing, incredible new president, you know, I said, I reckon we should we should go for this, David. So, you know, we put in our application and it, it's always good to put in an application because it's a nice time to reflect on what you've kind of achieved because, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's so much, you know, as a vi- busy volunteer, you're always in the moment, moving forward, trekking forward. So yeah, rather than reflecting one of those, a little bit. Yeah, so it's one of those wards that not only did we have to kind of reflect back on what we've done in the past 12 months and in particular in regards to how we managed the COVID with our cricket community, mm-hmm. um, it also wanted us to look back retrospectively for five years and you just sit back and you can see, um, you know, what we've done as a club, how we've grown, um, you know, um our values that we have as a club and, and our strategic plan mm-hmm. that we did and seeing all of that kind of merge into one. And it was great because we have so many absolutely incredible people in our junior cricket club Yep. Um, that have done so much for cricket and, you know, their mums and dads and grandparents that, you know, just want the best for everyone's children. So it's kind of like, it ta- you know, it takes a, a village to raise the child, well, we're kind of part of that village. Mm-hmm. And Mandurah Juniors are very lucky to be associated with our senior club, who are just awesome as well. So part of our application was how we worked with our senior club yep. um, to get um, integrated cricket teams to come over because there were um, Jamie Hunter, who um, does integrated football at Mandurah Mustang. He does. That's a fantastic a job, season. doesn't he? He's an absolutely inspiring. Um, if you haven't got him on your radio, you should should um, see his availability. I, I highly recommend listening to him. Um, yeah, he they wanted to have a club that they could play cricket at. Yep. And because of our relationship with City of Mandra, 
they really knew that the juniors very much, you know, want to be very inclusive and run different things. So they kind of approached the juniors first and so started the ball rolling. And now the senior club have two integrated cricket teams and Mm -hmm. this is in their second season, which is just fantastic to have. Um, And the other big part of our application was also how we have got our fantastic girls teams and it is just awesome to have girls in the cricket club. Yep. Um, I've been um, volunteering at Mandra for the past five years and I'm currently the registrar. And when I've looked through all of the documentation, because you can see everything, you can see that getting females involved in cricket has been something that doesn't hasn't happened, wanted to happen in the last couple of years. It's actually taken probably the last 10 years to get up and running. Yep. Um, but, gee, is it well worth it mm-hmm. to have the girls play cricket? They bring a different energy mm-hmm. to the boys. They just absolutely love playing. Um, they love being with each other. Again, it's it's a mix of girls. So they're not all come from the same school. They've got different friends that they've made outside of yep. school, which I think is really important to have those different social groups for girls and boys. Um, and they're competitive. They really love it. As well as, um, you know, Brian Jacobs, who coaches our girls' team, has just an amazing job mm-hmm. as they all train together. So we've got two 13 girls and an under-11 girls' team. And the older girls take the young girls under their wings and train them. And so it's just absolutely incredible because one of the things about having um, inclusivity at your club, it's really important when people come to your club, they see that there's a place for them, there's other people yep. like them. So for these girls to rock up at training and there's this group of girls who are just all enthusiastic, they're happy, they have heaps of fun because fun is something, mm-hmm. is one of our values at Mandra that, you know, they go, oh, this is, this is my sport. They immediately walk in and go, this is my sport. Yep, and this is my club um, and this is my place. So it's, it's, it's... Yep, yeah, and we've got that coming up from our younger ones as well. So we've got like a, a quite a big group of junior blaster girls yep. coming through and they're all together as well as we've got a team of master blaster girls um, playing as well. Um, so, yeah, lo- lots of amazing things that um, went into writing that application. And it was a huge, huge honour and privilege to be recognised. It was quite an amazing night. Yeah, it was, was a um, nice night, wasn't it? I was, I was lucky enough to, to get score and invite to the City yeah. Manager Sports Awards through my professional role away from the, uh, the radio here. Um, and it was really good to see the the, the wide range of, of community people that were that gained recognition for the for the good things they're doing in the community, which is which is always nice. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and there's yeah, lovely lovely community to be part of, and it is really nice for us to mix with the other sports there and and have a chat to them all and find out what great things they're doing. Yeah, and that's kind of how because um, I went to the the sports board last year and the club of the year was um, the Surf Life Saving Club down there, and they couldn't, couldn't speak high enough of inclusion solutions yep. and, and their involvement. And so that kind of reiterated a lot of stuff that I felt when I've um, gone to um, sen- sessions that were run by inclusion solutions, that they were just amazing things to be part of. So yep. um, we've, we've got lucky to have involvement with them as well. Yep, and our listeners will know all about inclusion solutions because we were lucky enough to have Denver... Denver the cruise on the show a couple of weeks ago and he um he, he was fantastic. His story his sports story alone was very good and then his um his philosophy and his 
um, the work he does in, in community sport and helping community become more inclusive. I think it's a, a fantastic job that they do there at Inclusion oh. Solutions. Oh, it is. They, yeah. Um, it was one of the um, cinemas they ran through the WACA mm-hmm. um, was Sport for All. So that was part of our requirements that we had when we applied for different grants with the WACA was to go and attend this seminar. Yep. Um, and it, it probably really, like I always thought I was quite an inclusive person, but it really opened my eyes to how others would view a club when they first walk in. Yep. And yeah, it, it made a lot of changes happen at our club. Just simple things like wording of change rooms. So rather than have, you know, our change rooms are quite large at Mandra. You know, it just says change rooms, home and away. Yep. It doesn't give a, a female or a male change room. Um, so, you know, we work with City of Mandra just to get a little sliding sign that we can change the change rooms to say male or female. Depending on if, which if team's it using it at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So just small things like that are really yep. important. Mm. No, they are. Um, how, you, how you're viewed and how you're welcome. Having a welcome person in your club is so important. Every event... I know we think about, okay, who's going to do the merchandise? Who's going to do the registrations? Who's going to help with the bouncy castle and things like that? But one of the things that we learned from working with Inclusion Solutions is having a designated welcome person mm-hmm. or even a couple of welcome people at every event that you have. Yep. So as soon as someone walks through that door, um, there's someone smiling going, come in, it's great to see you. Um, where are you from? Because quite often... You don't realise it, but you could walk through the door and see all these groups kind of huddled together and they all look really comfortable with each other and you think, oh, I can't, there's nowhere where for me, which, you know, yeah. which is probably far from the truth. But having that well, designated welcome person yeah. yeah, is part of your event planning that you should really make sure that, you know, choose those people wisely mm-hmm. and they will make a big difference to people being welcomed in your community. Because Mandra is quite an eclectic mix. Yep. We've got, you know, people like me, which I call old Mandra. We've been around for decades. <laughs> um, you know, I still go down the forum and I'll still see a million people that I know. But then we've got this wonderful mix of new families, um, lots from interstate. Yep. As well as lots of international families. So um, we can't just assume that everyone knows everyone anymore in Mandra. Having, having those welcome people to say, yep, you're welcome to our club. Um, you know, this is part of your community. And um, there are, you know, there's a couple of stories that I can think of the difference it's actually made in their lives personally. You know, you've you've come off the plane from South Africa. You know, you've been welcomed into a club. You've been welcomed into a team. You know, things might have been a bit rough for your family where you've been welcomed, yeah. not so welcomed at school. But, you know, you've got this team of kids around you and this coach who, you know, coaches are just incredible. This coach that really believes in you and that can be the little thing that makes all the difference to your experience as you transition into another country. Definitely. So. And that, that's what sport could do. I know personally I've been lucky enough to play um, cricket in different parts of the world and, and my, my way into communities has, has been through the cricket club. And, um, you know, I've got some friends for life all, all over the world and it's fantastic. And that's yeah. what sport community sport can do. Um, and and we, we're obviously just using cricket as the medium here, but um, every yeah. every sport has that same power, doesn't it, really? It does, 100%. I mean, I suppose also I'm, I'm from the 
the country very, you know, I grew up a little bit down there. Yep. And, you know, being part of a community sport was something, you, you know, there was you had to do it because that's how you all contributed to the community and connected with each other. So, and, you know, down down in the country, pretty much everyone. The sports club's everything, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. You, if you're going to play in our sports team, that's it. You're in, you're, you're part of our community. And, you know, yep. that's something that's really powerful that sport can do for people. Definitely. Now, you've... Um You've moved, you've transitioned yourself from being a cricket mum and, and a committee member to sort of donning the whites, we'll say, although they're colours, <laughs> and, you, and you're, you're playing yourself. How have you, how have you enjoyed playing? Oh, my goodness. Like, uh, it's so hard to describe. Um, now, one of the first things, like when I meet new people, one of the first things I say to them is I play cricket because <laughs> I just love it so much it just makes me so happy and reflecting on my childhood growing up obviously there wasn't an opportunity for me to play cricket um as a female growing up my brother played cricket um my dad also played cricket you know from watching dad yep is you know where i definitely got my love of cricket i'll never forget the year his um you know tamman cricket club didn't didn't win the premiership, but gee, did they celebrate afterwards anyway. <laughs> um, gee, and I was two. I, I absolutely remember that party. It was massive. Dad actually won Cricketer of the Year as well. And, um, yeah, just really enjoyed that side of cricket, as well as being part of the, the, the wags on the other side. I remember the ladies all in the, the luncheon room, you know, preparing the sandwiches and just the laughter yep. going on there. Um, so growing up, Amongst that, I thought, gee, this cricket's pretty awesome. Um, you know, I'd really like to play cricket. And then once we moved to the city, you know, we would, we'd regularly attend games at the Wacker. And, you know, you know, cricket was a big part of life. So yeah. growing up, I really thought, wow, I'd love to play cricket. You know, just like pretty much every kid in Australia, <laughs> love to play cricket for Australia. And then I remember I was about 11 or 12, I was watching the cricket and I thought, hang on. It's all blokes out there. Oh, I've not got a change room to change into. I'm not <laughs> going to be able to play cricket for Australia. Aside from the fact I had no actual natural talent. <laughs> but, and so when when the opportunity came up to play cricket and, and when, um, you know, Holly um, Astle, a good mate of mine at, at you know, Manchester Hall, you know, because you know, Rob Wallace wanted to get this cricket team, you know, cricket competition started yep. in Peel. I'll oh, Beck, you'll play, won't you? I'm like, yeah. And in my back of my mind, thinking, we'll never get a team. <laughs> well, she went down the club that night. She didn't realise our rules are quite different in ladies' competition. She thought it was full rules, needing 11 on the side, leather ball. Um, you know, she got a team up that night. <laughs> and so the next day, she's like, Beck, you're playing. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> and I remember Holly and I having a conversation going, we'll just get the team up and then we'll leave. You know, I hope you don't mind me telling you that, Holly. <laughs> um, but then we started playing and then we we had another conversation of like, we don't want to leave. We absolutely love this. It's such a great sport to play. Um, you know, I've come from, you know, a basketball, netball, hockey type background. And to, yeah, to be able to play cricket, it's, yeah, it's, it's a really good sport. It's not as physically demanding as what going back to play netball was, was for me. Yep. And it was a new skill set, but it was just being around you know, a, a great group of ladies and just having a laugh out there and and being part of that. And, yeah, it's, it's 
can be quite addictive because, you know, the more you practice, the better you get. <laughs> and, you, um, and you keep saying you're still hit. trying to hit a six, aren't you? I'm still trying to hit a six. <laughs> and on the weekend, I do have to say I took three catches and I got a runner and a wicket. So I'm super proud of that. There you so go. From practicing <laughs> uh, with, with keeping. It is something, yeah, that, you know, give give all sports a go. But, you know, if, if ladies out there, someone asks you to come down and be part of a cricket team, please do. Yep. Coincidentally, I, I know this is a different story. I hope um, Rachel, our school gardener, is listening. <laughs> um, she came up to me because at, at work they kind of, you know, said, because I got to, the great honour of playing on the WACA recently this season. And so my boss kind of put that out there in our school newsletter. <laughs> and so our beautiful gardener, Rachel, who's awesome, came up to me and started talking about cricket. Turns out that Rachel used to play cricket when she was younger as well, growing up in the country. Um, but there weren't any girls' teams. She actually played with the boys. And she was pretty good. She got to play in the state boys' team, so she was pretty good. Um, and, you know, I, I said to her, you know, forever short, you'll have to play. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're always short. So <laughs> that that night, I'm like, "Will you come play?" And yeah, reluctantly, she agreed and came along. And it was actually the first time she ever got to play in a in an all female team against another female team. So it was quite a great experience for her to do yeah. as well. So, and that's yeah. what the, the the new world of uh, female sports allowed, hasn't it? Because a lot of girls have have had to sort of mix in with the boys, unless they played netball or basketball or soccer. They're yeah. sort of the three games that were pretty big and now we've got you know afl footy which is going gangbusters and cricket um which is yes. just growing from strength to strength as well so that's that's really really good and and um it's sort of like it's the whole journey for you the whole cycle of, of cricket there you've gone from cricket mum to standing on the sidelines as a as a as a young girl um and to now you're you're you know, working really hard and tirelessly to provide opportunities for for kids to enjoy cricket to 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 you know, to all its um, for all its powers and all its strength and all that sort of stuff, and then you've decided, well, hey, I might as well join in the fun myself and play as well. So it's like a full circle of life there. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it's it's quite something when you stand back and think about it that way. Absolutely, yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, now, Beck, uh, to, to round off the, uh, the the little chat we've had today, which has been amazing, I have this little thing called speed round. So what I've finished with with everyone is um, five quick questions. You're going to answer them as quick as you can. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. All right. So <laughs> question number one, the most famous person you've met? Dwayne McGrath. Okay. That's a good one. Um, your favourite sport? Cricket. <laughs> Doesn't have to be. Um, what's your favourite sporting moment? When, when Holly and I both made exactly the same amount of runs and took the same amount of wickets and caught catches off each other's bowling. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And that would have been quite recent, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, this one's going to really, uh, I think, tear at you um, because it's either – anyway, well, here we go. So, the PJCA winning under-16s um, Country Week A grade in, in a couple of weeks' time or Collingwood winning the Premiership next year? Oh, <laughs> Collingwood, <laughs> 100% Collingwood. I'm one, two one-eyed, and and I, I really do believe that junior sport is about the kids having that opportunity. And I, um, you know, as much as I'd love to see, you know, Mandra win premierships, I just love seeing all the other teams do well. Yeah. 
Um, but when it comes to COVID, 100% one-eyed. Fair I enough. Hate even though I had to meet JK the other day, but it's all right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we were there. We were there together. Um, and the final one, which I ask everybody, um, and I get the same answer all the time normally, uh, pineapple and pizza, yes or no? No. No? You're the first one. Wow. No. There we go. See, you don't like pineapple and pizza. Well with feta cheese and stuff. Because, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> You're the first one out of, I reckon, 15 people, I reckon. Anyway, there we go. There's always one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, look, Beck, it's been awesome chatting to you this morning. And uh, thank you for not only talking to me this morning, for everything you're doing for junior sport in the Mandurah region. And um, I hope you enjoy uh, your little break here and then have a great festive season. All right, thank you so much. And right back at you, Horatio. Thank you so much for all you do. Thank you, Beck. Okay, and that was Rebecca McLennan, who is our community sporting champion for today, Um, president of the Peel Junior Cricket Association and doing a hell of a lot for community sport out there. For the community, Inspire Radio.